This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, it's good to be back at the Daily Detail, and I also want to thank Parker Snyder for filling in for me all of last week. He did a fabulous job in delivering the news to all my Daily Detail listeners, so I appreciate him taking up this task among the many other important things that he does at 1819 News. Now let's get to Alabama news. This week, we will see a cold weather system move throughout the next five days. Monday, we'll see the upper 50s, with it then dropping down again below freezing on Tuesday through Friday. Rain showers will be on and off throughout the day as well, but not particularly heavy rain. Over the weekend, a fatal shooting took place at the National Peanut Festival Parade that was being held in Dothan. The shooting suspect has now turned himself in to authorities. 18-year-old Meki Lawton is in police custody for the shooting death of 22-year-old Garyon Fluellen. Bond for Lawton has been set at $1.5 million. Another male victim was shot at that parade on Saturday, but is expected to recover from those injuries. A drug used to tranquilize horses is now making a recurrence in the overdose cases that are on the increase in the U.S. 1819 editor-at-large Erica Thomas is reporting on xylazin. That's a sedative that is normally used for veterinarian purposes, but is now causing drug overdoses that cannot be reversed with overdose reversal drugs that are used in cases involving fentanyl and other opioids. The Food and Drug Administration is also warning that human reactions to xylazin will be similar to that of an opioid overdose. However, the tranquilizer drug will not respond to the countermeasures used like Narcan. One of the identifiable results of using xylazin is when it severely constricts a person's blood vessels and actually causes holes in the skin. The FDA says that health professionals should continue to administer Narcan to those who appear to be overdosed on drugs, despite the fact that xylazin will not be affected by the Narcan. The only way to determine if a person has that drug in their system is through a post-mortem analysis. This week, a bridge replacement project gets underway in Macon County. The project will cost a total of $10 million and take two years to complete. The bridge over the Uphappy Creek on Highway 81 will be eventually replaced with a new one near Interstate 85. The Alabama Department of Transportation says that traffic will continue on the old bridge until the summer of 2024. That's when the project is expected to be completed. Authorities in North Alabama are on the lookout for two Tennessee inmates who escaped their work detail in Lincoln County and were last seen in Decatur. Eric Short and Michael Bowden drove away from their work detail on a yellow Honda four-wheeler. Short was wearing a gray one-piece coverall. Bowden's was brownish-orange. Inmate Short has various tattoos on both his face and neck. Two high schools in Montgomery have total name changes coming. Jefferson Davis High School and Robert E. Lee High School bear the names of two Confederate leaders. The Montgomery County Board of Education voted for new names for both of the schools, so Lee High School will be changed to the Dr. Percy Julian High, and Davis will become known as JAG High School, which is an abbreviation for Judge Frank Johnson, Reverend Ralph Abernathy, and Reverend Robert Grates. All three men were key players in the civil rights movement of the 1960s. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, there were six fatalities at a Dallas air show this past weekend after two historic military planes collided mid-flight. 
The Dallas County Medical Examiner is still working to identify all of the victims involved. The mid-air crash occurred at the Dallas Executive Airport about 10 miles from the center of that city. No one on the ground was injured. The military planes were part of the Wings Over Dallas Air Show and involved a World War II B-17 Flying Fortress bomber with a crew of five to six people and the single pilot P-63 King Cobra fighter jet. The wife of famous pilot Chuck Yeager actually traveled from Fort Worth, Texas to attend this air show. 64-year-old Victoria Yeager saw the burning wreckage of both planes after they fell to the ground and described it all as pulverized. The debate over election integrity and election machine continues following the midterm elections of last Tuesday. Two groups are providing video coverage of poll pads that mysteriously had increase in vote numbers without voters actually being processed through those pads. The Election Oversight Group and County Citizens Defending Freedom have been investigating the election machine issue in the state of Georgia ever since the 2020 presidential election. Now, both these groups are raising concerns over what happened in Dallas County, Texas, after poll workers released video footage of their poll pads placing increases in voter numbers just before the polls closed. The poll pads are used to keep a running total of the number of voters who have checked into a precinct in order to cast a vote. Here's the audio that the poll workers posted. One minute, one minute. <coughs> so the machine is like, Nancy, you're really mean to me. I'm only at 600 and something, and I was never at that anywhere near that. I'm a thousand eighty nine nine. So you have RSV. He's at three hundred. What's your total? Over a thousand. Over a thousand. My job was. The last time I like three hundred. It was six point two. I never. Now it's. I mean that's more money. First jump from three hundred to nine. And I only have six hundred. I'm still losing. I'm now. I'm now at eight seventeen. I'm at eleven forty nine. Oh my gosh, so what does that mean? But what does that it mean to their tabulator in there? Jackie, that means that they are literally rigging this election. They're feeding the ballots in after hours and right, it started right at 645. Uh-huh. I see it started at exactly 645. Meanwhile, congressional Democrats are making plans to act fast on the nation's debt ceiling should the U.S. House return to Republican control in January following the final determination of some of the midterm elections. Both House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said publicly over the weekend that the plan is to raise the debt ceiling while Democrats control both chambers. Meetings regarding this issue will be conducted this week to determine exactly how it's all done. A Harvard law professor emeritus is calling on the U.S. Supreme Court to not ignore or fail to find the person who was behind the leaked draft opinion in the Dobbs case that ultimately overturned Roe v. Wade. Alan Dershowitz spoke about the issue with investigative reporter John Solomon on Just the News. Well, it's so important. You know, that leak almost caused the death of a justice of the Supreme Court. Right. You get somebody who heard about the leak and says, if I kill a justice who is going to vote for the overruling of Rome, maybe the decision will be uh, different. And he went on the lawn of uh, Kavanaugh's house with guns and with knives, and thank God he was caught. This is a very serious matter, and I don't think that the Supreme Court 
is devoting the right resources to this. They have to give people immunity. They have to get warrants for their laptops and for their cell phones. And they have to do the kind of investigation that produces results. Stock values for the Disney Corporation have hit new lows after a disappointing job earnings report showed a loss of $1.5 billion in the Disney Plus streaming entertainment services. This all happened last week, just as Governor Ron DeSantis was re-elected in the state of Florida. DeSantis has taken on Disney for its over-sexualization of children with the content that they've created, as well as the workers there at Disney. DeSantis and the Florida legislature has even gone so far as to pass laws that curtail the tax breaks that are normally given to the Disney Corporation. Now Disney CEO Bob Chapek is announcing layoffs are around the corner. Chapek called them austerity measures and told Disney employees that they will be difficult but necessary, along with what he also described as a rigorous review of the company's content and marketing spending. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that those reports come up easily on your podcasting app, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever app you've been using. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting app. Also, you can now join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will give you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can learn more about this offering by visiting 1819news.com backslash membership. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.